0: Yeah <laughs> Can you believe it? Episode 4 Oof. Episode 4 Oh baby we here Yes sir <laughs> We going back in time today Yeah We jumping on the time machine As you can see I jumped on the time machine myself Not a great in sight <laughs> We talking everything 80's 90's early 2000s we talking my generation baby millennials what that <laughs> but first just let that sink in let that sound does it not take you back to the first time you ever saw that movie Hey, listen, episode four, we is here, baby. We talking crazy. We loving. We living. We keeping it moving. Yo, it's your boy, R to the A to the K to the S. Rack, song. Rack song. You know what the fuck going on, man. We just talking everything love. We talking everything gravy. We talking everything to just keep this thing moving. Man, tonight's entertainment is brought to you by <laughs> 19 Crimes with Snoop's face right on the bottle. <laughs> Snoop. I told you in my previous episodes, boy, you went everything. My name is Snoop do motherfucking double G. Well, but look at you. Right there. Right in the face of a caddy red. Oh, my God. Another sponsor. Unsponsored. Not a real sponsor. Brought to you today is Just For Men. Responsible for this back in time hairline. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Ha. Ah. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Yes, sir. We went ahead and we dyed the beard. We dyed the hair. We went back in time since we talking about everything 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. So listen, this episode four, man. Uh, shit, bro. You know how excited I am to be here. You know how excited I am to have you guys listen to me. If you've been listening previously... You know how stoked I am about this. Hey, shout out to everybody who's been downloading my podcast, who's been watching it on YouTube, subscribing, uh, turning on the bell for alerts. Just shit. Thank you, man. Everybody local, I appreciate y'all. The U.S., appreciate y'all. But there's one person that stands out, and that's Belgium. Belgium. There's somebody from Belgium downloading my podcast that's constantly tuning in. Thank you so much. I mean... If I can reach over the pond, that's huge for me. You know, that's. uh, (laughs) I saw that a lot of people don't understand what it feels like. Sure, it might be just 30 downloads, but when I see somebody from another country tuning in, man, that shit's the world for me, man. That shit is the world for me. Like I said, this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon, and... If I can touch somebody on another part of the world, come on, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm just so proud of that, and I thank you so much for tuning in. I, I promise I love you. I love all you guys who are tuning in. All you got to do is jump over to YouTube, YouTube, I Am Racks. Jump over to the podcast. We love it. And we live it. we keeping it moving on Spotify. And... Let me apologize for episode two. Episode two is not on Spotify, and why? Because I'm a fucking noob, all right? I'm a noob on this thing, and I uploaded episode two on YouTube, and I thought I uploaded the audio of episode two on Spotify, and then I realized, shit, I didn't upload it, and I already deleted it. So... (laughs) But we skipped right over that We uploaded episode 3 So if you guys need to listen to episode 2 You can jump right over to YouTube That's youtube.com forward slash Racks, And you'll find that thing right there But let's get right to it baby Thank you so much for tuning in You know what it is We love and we live and we keeping it moving And we always talking some crazy shit Right now we talking early 80s, 90s, 2000s Man my generation was a shit I'm sorry y'all I know y'all think your generation was the shit, whatever your age group is. But if you're in my age group, you know the real deal. We got to be outside. We are the only generation. Okay. People don't understand that. Us. Us mid-30s were the only generations that grew up in the old time and have adapted to the new time. When we were born... There was no cell phones, no internet, no nothing. We didn't even have an area code for our phones. And then they dropped that on us. When they dropped that 305 on us, when they dropped that 305 on us, it was weird. But look at us now. Look at us now. We claiming that thing. It's 305 till I die, baby. Yes, sir. Listen, we grew up with the older generation, the nitty gritty you know, you do what you're supposed to do. You grind, you work hard, you're respectable, you have some chivalry. You just do what you got to do. And then during our transition, technology blew in and we were the first ones to adapt it. I mean, listen, I want to say I'm technically savvy, but the other day I realized, ah, uh, this shit's getting ahead of me. Okay. It's just getting ahead of me. You know how I realized that? Because I had to walk over to my daughter and be like, hey, listen, on TikTok, how do I, uh, can I edit the caption on TikTok because I can't figure this shit out? And my my 12-year-old daughter had to do me a play-by-play, I had to do an edit on TikTok, and I was like, I can't believe my life is fucking cut to this. (laughs) But, but... We are the purest generation that knows how to handle everything. We handle adversity with our hands and we handle adversity with technology. So, we the realists, man. Millennials, we the motherfucking realists. And if you don't know, now you know. If you've been following along, you know I migrated to this country in the early 90s. I got here in 1991. I got to witness Hurricane Andrew. I. I grew up in a household where my father worked super hard and my mother took care of me and all they knew, all he knew how to do was save, 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 save and RIP to my father, God bless you. I know you're up there in heaven and watching down on all of us, but saving all that money did not do anything for him because he was not able to fully enjoy life. And now I feel like this generation It's the type of generation that still works hard, 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 but isn't really focused on all that savings for later. Why? Because we have gotten into this rhythm of we know life is short. So we're enjoying it to the fullest. I was having a conversation with a a younger cat. Now, here's one thing that I've noticed. I've noticed that age groups of mid-30s and age groups of mid-20s are almost the same humans, but there's one different aspect. The age group of mid-20s and mid-30s, we kinda think the same. You know, we work and we party. We work and we party and we all want the same thing. We want to have a ton of bread and we want to just relax. If there's one difference between us, it's that the mid-20s don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. They're just like, bro, I don't I don't really gotta do all that. I'm I'm not, first of all, I'm not gonna do that. The mid-30s, we'll look at it like, I really don't want to do that shit but fuck it I'll fucking do it like <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the biggest difference between our age groups. I mean, we're both millennials but shit, man. We're nothing like the boomers. The boomers were just, you know, head down, no questions asked, ground and pound. You will not, laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. You had best unfuck yourself, or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck, sir. Yes, sir. And then, what is it now? Gen Z? Gen Z just doesn't even want to work. <laughs> Gen Z doesn't even want to work. I'm, I mean, I'm scared to see what the fuck it looks like when I'm fucking sixty years old, and I hope I make it to sixty, but I'm scared to see what that looks like. But millennials, we 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 kind of understand that we gotta grind this shit out, and the thing that separates, you know. A decade behind from a decade now is we give a shit, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, man, today's motivation comes... Hey, listen, last night I saw Transformers Rise of the Beast. Maximals, Autobots, Ooh, Don't ask me how I saw it. I mean, you could ask me how I saw it. I'll tell you how to see it. But I recommend you go see it in theaters. I saw it on my crib because obviously I'm the fucking bootleg god. So I saw it at home. Have you ever seen the first Transformers? The first Transformers was a cartoon back in the late 80s. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. That movie was so impactful for me because I was just like, holy shit. After seeing Transformers when I was a child, I would pass by every car and be like, are you going to transform? Please fucking transform. Please, for the love of God, transform. If there's something that I've always had, I've always had this infatuation with like extraterrestrial beings. (laughs) I know now, nowadays, like, we're open. The government is open to, like, UFO sightings and, 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 and you know, they're real. They're real. We, we do not live alone. I've never believed we lived alone. I've always believed that there's there's no fucking way. Like, we are this small in a galaxy that's infinite. There's no way that we are alone. So, I I am personally a fan of extraterrestrials. If they want to touch down, touch down, bro. As long as you don't kill us all, touch down. Shit, I've looked up into the skies and been like, hey, I just want to let y'all know that I know there's some raggedy motherfuckers out here, but I'm not like that. So if y'all want to come down and pick up, scoop up my whole family and take them somewhere where this shit going to be lit, shit going to be fucking amazing, we in. You feel me? We in like <laughs> bring it on. Hello, as long as it's not like Independence Day where those motherfuckers are walking up to the you know to the skyscraper, eh, holding up their signs, and then them boys drop the bomb on their ass. As long as it's not like that. I'm okay, I'm okay Listen, you're an alien, I'm an alien I mean, I was an alien for 30 years And then I got my citizenship But you know, we were once an alien, always an alien We got that ball, my boy I'm just saying, there's room in this galaxy for all of us What? Did we just become best friends? Yep If you trying to scoop some of us up to, make, to take us to a better world Let me know, I got a waiting list I'm just saying, let me know But I saw Transformers, Rise of the Beast. Um, First of all, shout out to Anthony Ramos, man. Anthony Ramos is the main actor of this movie. He plays a young Hispanic cat from New York in the early 90s. And, man, that's what set that shit off for me. They were on point. They were on point with their details of the early 90s, and I fucking loved it. I'm not going to give you guys any spoilers. I did that previously. I got a lot of heat about it, so no spoilers. I'm just letting y'all know this is nothing like y'all ever seen before. This is a completely different Transformers movie, uh, different director. It's it's just, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I love every single Transformers movie, but this one stood out. This one stood out. Just because there was there was a different plot. It wasn't, you know, Autobots versus Decepticons. If you don't know what an Autobot is or a Decepticon, you're on the wrong podcast. Actually, you might be on the right one. Let me educate you about it. <laughs> but that's for another day for today. Listen, amazing movie. I locked in. I told my wife this today. I was like, yo, I saw uh, Transformers last night on bootleg And that shit was amazing. She gave me the look like... Motherfucker And I looked at her And I was like Look you can't even Hate on me Because every time We try to throw a flick Fellas (laughs) Fellas This is another one For y'all Tell me this shit Hasn't happened to y'all Fellas Tell me your wife Hasn't hyped you up And be like We should have a movie night And of course You make it an extravagant Movie night And you plop on that flick And uh 15 minutes after You plop on that flick You looked over And guess what Your wife is snoring like something you never even heard before. It happens to all of us, bro. It happens to all of us. But then we get blamed if we see movies without inviting them. But it's like, why would I invite you if you fall asleep every time? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Oh, bro, it's a win-lose situation. Like You can't even even debate that. But regardless of that, man, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, I recommend it. Listen, I will give it a fucking 9.3. I won't give it a ten because the timeline is a little weird. Okay, like in the previous Transformers movies, they gave me a timeline. Let me break this shit down for you. Um, the, the, there's the Transformers series. That's a timeline. You know, that's like in our. That's like past the two thousands era. And then there's the Bumblebee movie, where it's just him. And the, oh, shit, I got to remember the actress's name. I'm not going to remember. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll clip it in. I'll clip it in. <laughs> the Bumblebee movie is, um, you know, early 90s. It, it was in the early 90s type of, type of scene. This This timeline is after that Bumblebee movie, but before the original Transformers movie. I'm sorry, when I say original, I don't mean cartoon. I mean like Transformers, the first one with um What's this fucking guy's name? With Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox. You're gonna have ten seconds of silence right now. I'm not talking to you for ten seconds. You can't give me the silence. You know what? I've been talking to you for ten seconds. You have three seconds left. You know what? You can give me the silent treatment all you want, but you can't give me the talking. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's it, it's a completely different timeline with Shia LaBeouf, um, which was weird to me because I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. Like they make you adapt to it. So, but regardless, man, it's it's shit. Go see it. If you don't go to the theaters, I got the bootleg link for you. Let me know. <laughs> It's not that serious. All you got to do is download it on your TV. Like It's, it's there for everybody. It's Googleable. But um, yeah, man. The first Transformers movie was the one that got me locked in. You know, fucking Ultron. No, was it Ultron? Unicron. Unicron and Optimus. I mean, I, I, listen. If there's one thing this new movie did was they got the details right. They got the details right, and I appreciate that. I fucking appreciate that. I want to say that the 90s movies. uh, Listen, every 90s show turned into a movie. That's how good they were. That's how good they were. Either it was that or we locked in on them. But there's one thing. There's one movie. There's one movie that I. If you're a fan of Power Rangers, let me know what's up. (laughs) If you were a fan of Power Rangers, watch this. Attention Once a ranger? Always a ranger. It's morphin' time. Your moon rangers. You wanna fight? You found one. Yo, listen, hold on. Before we get to that, Snoop, what's in that Cali red, bro? I went to go to the kitchen to refill my cup. I brought my cup back. All right. And I was like, where the hell's my top? I go back to the kitchen. (laughs) I go back. How did I put a tumbler cup on the fucking glass? Snoop, what's in that goddamn wine, bro? <laughs> so, listen, back to it. Listen, if there was one Power Ranger movie, I want to call it a movie because that's what they classify it as, but this new Netflix Power Rangers movie, guys, what the fuck, man? I understand you guys brought back the original characters, but what the fuck, man? What the fuck? I sat there, watching that movie, and I was just like, are they fucking for real? Do they expect my old ass to believe they're still, yeah, yeah, like, do they expect, do they expect that from me? Oh, my God. My whole childhood was fucking ruined after watching that Netflix Power Rangers movie. Which Power Rangers was you know? It's morphing time! Fight. It's morphing time! Right there, Tom! Pteranodon! Mastodon! man. Iconic, bro. Iconic. Another iconic show. Early 90s. Shit. Let me just drop the audio on y'all. I know you know what that is. Tommy motherfucking Pickles, Chucky Finster, Phil, and Lil, bruh, Cynthia. bro. come on, man. Growing up, I was like, damn, dog, I would never be as cool as Tommy Pickles. Like, I was already, like, six, seven years old, and I was like, it never in my life will I be as cool as Tom Cruise. Then they dropped that. <laughs> then they dropped that movie. You know how old I am? You know how old I am? Let me tell you how old I am. I'm so old, I watched the Rugrats movie on an orange VHS. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Did you ever have that orange VHS? Stop it, that. Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Oh, my God, bro. Tell me you guys didn't come home running after school to turn on Nickelodeon. Tell me when it was like Halloween. It was like that nigga night shit, that, 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 that haunted Nick- Bro, I'm telling you guys, we lived in the best, best, best era. Yeah, that was with my daughter and somehow we got into the topic of older movies. And I used to have a big, big collection of Disney VHSs. So I'm talking to her and I'm talking to her about VHSs and she cuts me off and she goes, VHS, what is that? And I looked at her and I was like, what do you mean you don't know what a VHS is? I used to like pop in VHSs for you when you were, and then I realized that I was using a technology for my child that was not necessary, but I grew her up on VHSs. We skip forward to that, and she goes to me, oh, oh, yeah, 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 I know what a VHS is. That was that big black box, right? That was that big black box that you should shove into another bigger black box, and um, for some reason, the movie wouldn't play because I would have to press a button with two arrows pointing to the left, and then it would make a noise, and then the movie would, oh, you mean rewind? Be kind and rewind? Oh, my God, these kids nowadays don't know about rewinding. Yo, I used to... (laughs) We used to have a rewinder at the crib, man. Anybody else had a rewinder? My shit used to look like a goddamn car. Press that button, pop up. You would put that VHS in there. You would push it down. And in your head, you're like, I can't wait till this shit finishes fucking rewinding. I'm going to watch the shit out of this movie. (laughs) And then somehow we transitioned and I was like, yo, do you know what up? Then I knew I was failing. I knew I was going to fail when I was going to ask her this question. Because asking my daughter this question was going to guarantee. This is my child. I was guaranteed to get a slick ass remark. So (laughs) I go, yo, did I ever teach you about burning DVDs or or burning CDs? She was like, what? I was like, yeah, we used to burn CDs. You know what that is? She looked dead in my face. And she goes to me. Was your music that bad that you guys had to burn the CDs? Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. Shout out to Napster and LimeWire, man. <laughs> you guys paved the way. <laughs> then they disappeared. Then they were no longer needed. But the fact that my kid told me that you guys need to really burn your CDs because your music was that Shit, man. Shit. Have you ever read a... Fu- <gasps> I just realized that the shit that we grew up on is probably on the history books that our kids are reading. Oh, my fucking God. Say it ain't so, guys. Say it ain't so. (laughs) But, yeah, man, the 90s was a time that was like no other. I was literally having a conversation with my wife today. We were looking at our son playing his playpen. And um, I opened the door to the balcony. And, um, you know, like, I just said to myself, I was like, hey, dad, I want to go outside, pretending to be him. And my wife laughs. And I I looked at myself and I was like, shit, man, I can only hope that that's the type of kid that he grows up to, you know, asking me to go outside. Kids nowadays don't go outside. Kids nowadays don't go outside. Like, yes, there's still kids that go outside. They play the ones that go outside. You know who are the ones that go outside? The ones that play sports. The ones that play sports go outside. The ones that go outside are the ones that are involved in some type of extracurricular activity. But once they're outside of that extracurricular activity, they're inside. Inside. It wasn't like that with us, man. It wasn't like that with us. When it was with us, we would go to school. We would do our extracurricular activities. And then when we would get home. If we did our homework, we would be right back outside. If it was like me, shit, man. I grew up in Alapada. Shout out AP, man. Hey, right there on Northwest 12 Avenue, 27th Street, man. That's the city that raised me. That's the city that fucking shit, man. That was that nitty gritty, okay? I would come home from school, do my homework, jump on my BMX bike, you remember the BMX bike? Shit, man. My BMX bike had a bunch of fucking baseball cars right around the, the rim of the wheel. Every time you turn, it would go. Oh my God, bro. That was the sweetest sound when you were a kid. When you were riding around your neighborhood and that and that bicycle was just on those baseball cars, man. And it would just be me and like 10 other kids from the block. We would just be riding. Just be riding. I'm having a conversation with my wife today, and I was like, Could you imagine your son today? Like, I'm asking you, would you imagine your son t- at 10, 11 years old saying, Ma, I'm gonna go ride a bike, jump on his bike, go outside, meet up with 10 of his homies, and just disappear for a few hours? She was, I me, she's like, Yeah. Cause that's that that's how this generation is right now. We're bugging out. Our kids can't be outside. I mean, there's some scary shit going on outside, but our kids really can't be outside. In the '90s, we weren't worried about it. Why? Because we didn't have access to information that was telling us what the fuck was going on every second of the day. So we were living a carefree life, but it was a free life. There was a moment that my when my cousins, you know, when my cousins immigrated from Cuba back in the they turned into my brothers and I was like, you know, it was it was it was blood in, blood out. I remember we would jump on our bikes. We'd disappear for hours. Hours, man. We would jump on that bike, just start riding to the park. We would go to the park, we would play some sports, then we would get on that bike, go to the store, would buy our refreshments, whatever shit, you know. Shit, man pickled eggs and hot sausages if you don't know what a pickled egg and a hot sausage, is you definitely not from the hood if you know what a pickled egg and a hot sausage is you had the best childhood of your life man but we got heartburn from it now so it was like a it's like a win and lose kind of shit it's a great memory but that bitch hurts right now have you ever tried eating a hot sausage today at your age at my age of 36 years old have you tried eating a hot sausage I bought a jar of hot sausages not too long ago. I remember I bought them. I was like, ooh, I'm going to eat all these bitches. I'm going to eat all these hot sausages. Pause. <laughs> I'm going to eat all of them. Yeah, I ended up throwing almost the whole jar away after like six months. Because I ate the first one. The first one was fire. Oh, my God. That's so good. And then about an hour and a half later, I'm looking at them be like, oh. I probably shouldn't have ate that hot sausage. <laughs> <laughs> and then pickled eggs, we don't even know how long those eggs have been in that shit folks. We don't even know how long, but as a kid, we didn't give a shit. We did not give a damn. Am I recording? Yeah, I'm recording, my fault. We did not give a damn. We just knew that shit is pumping. And you knew what our Red Bull was? You knew what our Red Bull was. <laughs> Back in the early 90s, our Red Bull was going to the store and picking up that, that little juice box with the aluminum foil on the top, and it looked like a fucking barrel. You know, you used to pop that bitch open, or you used to poke her. It was full of sugar. Ray Rock, bitches! We were out there bike riding for like another two more hours. <laughs> oh my god, man. It was a time like no other end. It can't be replicated because nowadays the world is not the same as it was two, three decades ago. It, it's not like even myself, knowing that I did that thing as a kid, did those kind of activities as a kid. I couldn't fathom letting my child do it because I'm, I'm scared of losing my kid. But back then, we were, our parents weren't worried about that. They just, you know, it was regular for kids to be outside. Playing, making friends, interacting, getting into trouble. That's not what our parents wanted us to do, but shit, we were getting into trouble left and right. Listen, there was a moment in my life where I walked, and let me give you guys some reference. I walked, I used to go to, my elementary school was Coralway Elementary Bilingual School. Shout out to Way Elementary Bilingual School, man. Shit. Uh, Coral Way was in the city of Coral Way, which is, you know, in the southwest area. For the viewers who don't know, who aren't local, I'll break it down to you. So, Coral Way was in the southern region of the city. I lived in Alapata, which, let's just say you had to cross three towns. I want to say it was close to, like, 10 miles. Okay? You had to go from Coral Way, Little Havana... Then you got to like Miami, then you got to Alapata. No problem. I remember my cousin had my cousins, you know, they they migrated from here, they, they migrated from Cuba. Um my parents never failed in picking me up from school. Never in their life did they ever fail from picking me up from school. And we used to get picked up around two o'clock. I was with my cousin Gio. Shout out to my cousin Gio, man, my brother, I love you, bro. <laughs> I was with my cousin, Gio. Um, we uh, we were waiting in the parking lot, and um, it was around two fifteen, two thirty. you know. I look at him, and he goes, I don't think they're coming to pick us up. My cousin looks at me. You know, he has no idea what the hell's going on. He's like, shit, I just got here a few days ago. Like, you know, it's what it is. I look at him, and I go, I think we got to walk. They forgot about us <laughs> As a parent, you know you never forget to pick up your kid. If you do forget to pick up your kid as a parent, my boy, I need you to set priority A and move it to the front, which is your children. (laughs) Okay? Don't forget to pick up your kid from school, bro. Please. Ma'am. Sir. Please don't forget to pick up your kid from school. That's not the type of shit you want to be involved in. So, anyway. Moving forward. Um... And I tell my cousin, I was like, I didn't even forgot to pick us up. I was a seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old kid. I think I was, like, in the third grade. My cousin was in the fifth grade at the time. So he looks at me, he goes, what do we do? So I tell him, I was like, I know the route. You know, it's a straight shot. 12th Ave, all the way up. It's not that far. It's like... <laughs> Here's what I tell him. I was like, it's not that far. It's like, you know... 10, 15 minutes in a car. Can't be that further walking. <laughs> Anybody who's ever driven 15 minutes in a car knows that's a distance. But as a child, who the hell fucking knows? So we set off, man. We take off. Start walking. Okay, let's ride. We start walking. Start walking one hour. Two hours. Now we're midway there, and he's looking at me like, "Are you, are you sure you know where the fuck you going?" I was like, "Yeah, I know. I know where we going. It's just hot as fuck." <laughs> I remember I walked into a convenience store, not having any money whatsoever, and this is when you can tell that God was looking out. I was standing in line, about to ask the the, the counter person to use their phone. And um, I looked down. There's a $5 bill. And, uh, you know, me being the dirtbag that I am as a child, I stepped on that $5 bill. And I picked it up, bought two sodas, and me and my cousin drank them so we can continue our journey. (laughs) Needless to say, four hours later, it was 10-plus miles, and we walked them. Imagine walking northwest for my local people. Imagine walking from... Coral Way on Northwest 12 Ave, all the way to Alapada, Paxton, Jackson, getting to 27th Street and Northwest 12th Avenue. Almost 10 miles, four hours later, we got there. When we got there, both of our mothers were in a fucking panic attack. It was like if they have seen their children rise from the dead, and I couldn't understand what was going on. I was like, "What do you mean? You guys forgot us?" Bye. (laughs) Here's another thing that used to happen back in the early '80s and '90s that does not happen today. My mom smacked the fuck out of me. I pop. Ask me if I ever walked 10 miles again from school. Hell no. <laughs> Back in the days, man, we used to get popped in our shit if we acted out of line. We used to get popped in our shit. Tell me no. Tell me no. The belt was coming out. The, you know, full fucking hand wide open. Drop the drawers. You get the spanking. How many people forged their grades on the report card to not get that one? You guys remember progress reports? Progress reports were like the death of us. Because they would like tell our parents how we were doing midway through our school year. <laughs> so you, if you did bad midway and you did bad all the way, you would catch like two whoopings. Oh my fucking God. Back then, our parents had no way of knowing what the hell our grades were when we were in school. You know, it wasn't like nowadays, you just pop up the phone, you could see your kids' fucking attendance, you could see their grades right away. Nah, back then, it was like, you know, you got your report card, and you got your progress report, and your parents would be like, where's your report card? And if they weren't educated with the school, you'd be like, "Well, report card? I ain't got nothing yet. And they would just be like, okay, well, let me know when you get it. Yeah, 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 yes, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was a different time. It was a different time, and then we got to the millennia. Yeah, then we jumped over to the two thousands. You know what it is? Cash money records taking over for the nine nine in the two thousands. Girl, you working with game. Just game. Make it's cash it's last year. And Metro PCS came out. We were like in high school, 14, 15 years old. My first cell phone, well, my first cell phone was a Sony Ericsson. It wasn't even mine. It was my dad's. All that shit had was a green screen this big. This big where you could type in your numbers. And if you wanted to text, they would charge his ass like 20 cents a word kind of shit. And you know what the vibe is, man. Free. Incoming, outgoing, no free incoming after 9 p.m. If you had some bread and you wanted to spurge a little bit, you know, your plan would be free incoming calls after 7 p.m. But shit, you know, <laughs> we wasn't doing all that, shit, you know, that extra ten dollars. Speaking about ten dollars, putting ten dollars in a tank back in the days got you everywhere in the city. <laughs> You guys know I was on and off with jobs for a few moments. Um I was transitioning. I was trying to find a better fit. So I wasn't getting paid. So the other day I not the other day, but a few weeks ago, I um I go to the gas station. I was like, I gotta put gas. I gotta get to work so that I can get this check in and then after I get this check in everything will be great. I go to the gas station, um I pull up to the to <laughs> I pull up to the pump. I was like, I'm not trying to get this embarrassed, so I, I, I'm going to do it with Apple Pay. I get to the pump, no Apple Pay. Shit, now I got to go inside. I go inside to the register, and very embarrassingly, I tell the register, the, the person at the register, I was like, let me get 10 on phone. Huh? Now, if I tell you, let me get $10 of gas on my pump, I'm already feeling bad about it. So if you say, huh, I'm either going to take it two ways, either... You didn't understand me and I gotta say it in a different language. Are you really trying to clown me? So I had to figure this one out. When I looked at it, it was an older lady, she looked kinda of Hispanic, so I go, Mimi, I'm a yeah like Wadro. No problem. I put my Apple Pay, put it in. You know why I didn't feel that bad? <laughs> you know why I didn't feel so bad putting $10 of gas in my car? Because when I pulled up to the pump, the person before me had put $6 of gas. So we all doing pretty fucking bad, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, man, $10 of gas back in the days used to get you all over the city. My first car was a Ford Escort. Shout out to my great aunt and my great uncle. They donated my first car to me. And, bro, wow, we used to call that the bug. I did everything to that car. I did everything. I remember going to high school. 1997 Ford Escort. It was silver. I tinted out that motherfucker. I put two 12 kickers in the back. I was stomping in that bitch all over fucking high school. As a 17, 18-year-old kid with a car, you know that is your most prized possession. And the moment you get a car the world is yours so I wasn't I wish I could feel that today I I wish I could feel today what I felt like when I was 18 years old just driving to the city nowadays I'm driving and I'm like and I'm like man there's fucking traffic I'm gonna be late blah 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 oh my god look at these drivers back then I wasn't worried about none of that shit if you agree drop a comment Back then, we weren't worried about none of that shit. If we were a kid and we just got our first car, we were just driving, man. We was just driving. We were driving in a car full of our friends, and guess what? Every friend had five dollars on it. And five dollars was a lot back then. If you tell me, "Hey, yo, I got five on," first of all. Nowadays, I would never ask any of my people, yo, you got to put gas in my car. Fuck no. If I invited you, I'm with it all the way. But back then, it was like, yo, my boy, you got five on it? I got five on it. Shit, we would just fill up the tank, but that five ain't filling up no tank no more. <laughs> so my first phone ever was a Kyocera. If you guys remember it, Metro PCS came out with that Kyocera. had a blue screen. They tried to put Snake in it, but that realest realest phone was that Nokia, that blue Nokia. That Nokia was indestructible, y'all. I've broken so many iPhones, I never broke a Nokia in my life. I never broke a Nokia in my life. And to this day, I don't know what that little antenna was for. Remember that little circle you used to pull it out so you could try to get more reception? That shit, there was no way that thing was using it. Any type of function to get more reception. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. We used to take pictures of ourselves. I wish I could see a picture. I lost my MySpace. MySpace was a shit. I lost my MySpace a long time ago. Because I don't remember my login. And I'm sure that shit disappeared. But listen. MySpace had our generation trained as professional coders and professional programmers. We knew this. We knew those HTML codes to the T. Our shit was on point. Our pages had music. Our pages had backgrounds. Our pages had graphics. We knew how to fucking code and program websites like a motherfucking bounce. Ask me how to do an HTML code today. Bitch, what the fuck is even an HTML code today? (laughs) Shout out to Tom, man. Tom, hey, you got all of us as friends. You paved the way, my boy. You paved the way. You cashed out quick. You cashed out super quick. But you definitely paved the way. (laughs) MySpace was like an iconic, the first social media network that we got really, really in-depth with. But before that, listen, before that, AOL you've got mail, but tell me, you've got mail wasn't one of the best sounds you could hear in your life the moment you logged in because we knew that logging in was an extensive process. You know what I'm saying? We used to kick that thing you used to hear. <laughs> And then there was a quick pause. And then that screen would load up. And you would just wait for that. You've got mail. <laughs> Shit. We wasn't getting no spam back in the days. If we got a you got mail, you know what that meant. You know what that meant. That meant that that previous night that you were in the Miami chat. <laughs> for my locals, my locals know what that AOL Miami chat like was like. All right. A-S-L-P. If you ain't got the P, we ain't trying to fuck with you. If you don't know what ASLP means, back then, back in our generation, back in our early days, honestly, I don't even remember initiating a conversation that didn't start with ASLP. ASL meant age, sex, location. P meant picture, question mark. So if I wrote to you ASLP And I was fucking 16, 17 years old And you wrote back to me 17 forward slash F Wait Yeah 17 forward slash F Forward slash Miami Forward slash Yeah Bruh it was on It was on it was on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> I don't even know where that reference started from. I don't like Donkey Kong. Have you guys ever played Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong on a mission all fucking day. He ain't never on. He constantly moving, so I don't even know where that reference came from. But yeah, man, ASLP was like the joy of our life. We would jump into that Miami chat. We would just be talking shit. We would honestly. I am messenger. AOL Messenger, man. Listen, I'm not proud of it. But I had a few messenger screen names, alright? <laughs> my original, my original AOL was Chevy's and Lacs. Cause I always used to love. I still to this day, I drive a Cadillac. So I still to this day love Chevrolets and Cadillacs. But then, there was that scumbag screen name that we all had. We all had it. At some point, ladies, gentlemen, you had uh, so-and-so XXX69 or so-and-so XO69 or 69 blah 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 XO. Well, mine... (laughs) I'm not proud of it. All right. I'm not proud of it. But I was trying to get it by any means. All right. I was a virgin until I was 18. And that was my choice. I'll get to that one later. My dirtbag screen name was Taste This Little Cuban. Shout out my dog Gil, man. Gil, you remember this screen name. You throw it in my face every fucking time. <laughs> Taste This Little Cuban. I would fucking... Writing in in the ridiculous form so nobody knew it was me and (laughs) dirtbag man dirtbag but is it really if you're 17 years old and all you're trying to do is get get, you know get your little thing wet is it it really (laughs) so yeah man AOL was our not our first but AOL was our biggest like internet platform that we had and um, the biggest problem with our internet back in the day was that it was dsl dsl is not dick sucking lips although that is also dsl but dsl was um i mean i don't know the, the the proper term for it but dsl meant that you connected through your phone line and um It was a huge problem. It was a huge problem because you would get kicked out every time. Listen, the biggest pet peeve that you could have back then on the internet was if you were full-blown just getting on your grind and all you heard was, goodbye, (laughs) boy, you would flip a whole fucking house. Why? Why? (laughs) Why? You know why? Why? Here's why. Because somebody at that moment decided to call your goddamn parents. And the moment you would get an incoming car, that bitch would drop the connection right the fuck away. The other thing, which is the most mind-boggling technology that to this day, we still don't know how it worked. If you were connected... Because back in the days, you would have a computer and it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a fucking MacBook that, you know, everything was a one screen or it wasn't like a regular computer. Back then, compact. shout out to compact Pesario. Oh, my God. You guys remember compact? Those were like the real or what is it? E-Machine or the Dell ones. Oh, my God. We're going back, back in the time on that one. Well, back then, you used to have to buy a monitor which the monitor was a huge tube that took up the whole damn desk. You used to have to buy a computer, which was um, to have to buy the processor, which was the huge box, which was like the actual computer that had 28 fucking cables. And then on top of that, you had to have the mouse, the keyboard, and the two separate speakers. Those speakers had technology like no other, like no other. If you had a cell phone in that time, and you had that computer, you knew when you were getting a phone call. You just knew. Because those speakers would just start to. And then a moment later. That fucking phone was ringing. I don't know how. I don't know how that kind of sophisticated technology was happening back then, but it doesn't exist now. I wish I knew when I was getting a phone call so like that I could turn my motherfucking phone off. God damn. <laughs> you used to have to wait in the mail to get an update for AOL, and it would just be random surprise. You would just get this CD in the mail. <laughs> AOL, 10.2. You'd be like, holy shit, this is amazing. Oh my God! A better way for me to try to upload porn, download porn. As a kid, listen, <laughs> I've watched a lot of porn in my life. All right, if there's a male out there that says he hasn't watched a lot of porn, I mean, good for you, good for you. You're a better man than I am. But I, I tried. I, at an early age, I was, I was looking for titties. I was looking for titties. Then I realized, I'm not a titty guy. I'm an ass guy. Then I started looking for ass. All right? (laughs) And, um, there, I mean, back then, if you clicked on a porn site, it was an automatic virus. And, fuck, man. Viruses were, like, the worst. Because, because as a kid, everything you click on was, like, provocative. So, you're like, oh, my God. It's the mother load. (laughs) So you, <laughs> it's not like today, man. It's not like today that like all porn is fucking free. You can go on X videos. You can go on Pornhub. You can go on et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I'm not here to promote them, but I'm just letting you guys know they exist. <laughs> you know? Spice up your life a little bit, bro. If you haven't been watching porn, what the hell have you been doing? Like, how are you supposed to know? We Listen, I knew how to fuck before I fucked. Because I watched so much goddamn porn that I knew exactly what I was doing. Just ask. No. no, Baby, I'm sorry. I crossed the line. I'm going to apologize to my wife right now for crossing the line. But it's for the sake of the show. And she appreciates it. Look at her. If it wasn't for the early porn that I watched back in my childhood, (laughs) I wouldn't be the man that I am today, and she wouldn't have been begging me to put a kid in her. So, shit, you're welcome. (laughs) Listen, back then you used to try to watch some porn. I can't remember the site. I think think it was Pink something. I, I definitely know I visited Bang Bros a lot. Shout out the Bang Bros, man. Hey, funny story about Bang Bros. Bang Bros tried to hire me. <laughs> yes, believe it or not, this simpleton right here was tried to be contracted by Bang Bros, and um, I pussied out. I pussied out because I, I didn't want my I didn't want my shit on the internet the whole time. But they, I was at a club, Metropolis. I remember to this day. I was at Metropolis in downtown. If you guys remember Metropolis, it was like the first name that they gave the club, and then they, they named it something else, but it was Metropolis in downtown, so I was at Metropolis, I was just chilling, Um, you know what it is, man, when you're that age, you know, you go to a club, all you want to do is just, you know, you meet a shorty, try to grind up, or maybe take it to a next level, but at that moment, I was just chilling, you know, I was, I was standing to the side, I was having a sip, and this big dude walks up to me with long dreads, and he goes, what's up, man, so I'm looking at him, automatically, I'm like, oh, shit, um, who's... who?" It, Whose bitch did I take? Like, I, I, my, uh, 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 so, you know, me being me, I was like, what's going on, man? He was like, listen, I'm, I was watching you from afar. Hmm. Why wow, was this big ass man with long ass dress watching me from afar? But I'd like to give you a card so you can come and audition. And I was like, audition. He's like, yeah, man, have you ever heard of Bang Bros? I looked at him, my eyes got this big. I was like, yeah, yeah I heard of Bang Bros, bro. He's like, yeah, man, so you think you got the guts to do what it takes and come on through? I I get the card, turn it around. I believe the address said um, um, uh, seventeen eleven Lincoln Drive or eleven eleven drink Lincoln Drive, something like that. I I I know I remember it exactly because I got to the door, I got the interview. <laughs> I remember I went in. All right, I did the interview. I. I walked into the building. I did my interview. I sat on a couch, and while I was sitting on the couch, I was like, "I think I know this couch." <laughs> There's always that couch you remember from all those flicks, right? <laughs> so I do the interview, and dude was like, "Yo, so um, yeah, man, if you want an audition, you can audition." And I was in my head, I was like, "You know, you know, you know the vibe. If I, if I can fuck for free and get paid, you know, you know what I'm saying?" And um. Then of course, that scumbag of a fucking conscience crept up on me. Of course, like at, at at the worst moment, my conscience crept up and said, "Hey man, do you really want a, a video of you uh, having sex with a porn star all over the internet for your whole life?" And then I processed that, and I, my first answer was, "Hell yeah, fuck yeah, why the fuck not? <laughs> Let me get my rep up, my boy." But then of course every other conscience of like, shit, you know, will I ever be able to get past this? Will I ever So long story short, my conscience got the best of me. I was never in a porn movie. I was never part of Bang Bros. I never got paid to have sex with a fucking badass thing. But Hey, good for that, because then I met my wife, and then my wife, you know, that's you know, the best thing that ever happened to me, and I have the best thing. <laughs> so, moving forward, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> AOL. How about that, AOL? Goodbye. But, yeah, man, what a time to be alive. I mean, shit. Like I told you guys in the beginning, my generation, I feel like, is the best generation of all of them by far. And then, of course, moving forward. Apple dropped their phone. And the moment that Apple dropped their iPhone in 2000, I want to say it's 2007, the whole world fucking changed. And then we had everything in the palm of our hands. And that was it. That was it. Moving forward, we were glued to our phones. I mean, checking in right now, in 2023, the Apple, what is, what's it called? The, the, the Apple Vision Pro? $3,500, put a mask on your face and you're interactive within your world so you can touch stuff and call people and watch movies and all this other shit. The world is advancing and advancing and advancing. It's getting more and more complicated. And all I wish was to go back, back in time. Doc! Doc, bring me the DeLorean, man. We out of (laughs) here. Go back in time and make it a little bit more simpler. But that's not happening. We got AI. Listen, the other day I was editing a picture on Photoshop. And Photoshop has an AI that generates whatever it is you want to put in that picture. And it puts it right away. (laughs) What? What? And let me tell you the scary thing about AI. I was trying to touch this topic on a previous on, a, I was trying to touch this topic on the previous episode, and then I realized I never really touched it. The scary part about AI is not that it can manipulate your voice and blah blah blah. Here is the biggest fear that I have when it comes to AI. All right, and it's not just me. Okay, the person in charge of creating the AI of Google resigned from it. Because they weren't paying attention to his concerns. And the concerns are real. The concerns are real. Just let me put this in perspective for you AI is an artificial intelligence that continues to learn and continues to adapt to its environment. So let's just say that it's created for some type of function and it continues to learn and learn and learn, and somehow, some way, it's to learn so much to manipulate everything around it. Okay, now it's hacking into our database. Now it's hacking into our secured systems. Now it's hacking into our Pentagon. Now it has access to our nuclear weapons. Now it has access to create war. Now it has access to detonate those nuclear missiles. And just destroy all of us. And whoever's left is bound to be a prisoner of AI robotics. That's the scary part about AI. That's the scary part about the time that we're living in. And we definitely should keep an eye out. We definitely should be aware of what's going on. Stay educated. Stay alert. Stay dangerous. We're not living back in the 90s where it was an amazing time. We're living in 2023. It's a scary time. But let's not kill the mood, man. As always, we loving, we living, we keeping it moving. I thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode four. I've been calling that foe the whole time. You know why? Dalvin Cook. What up, foe? What up, foe? We waiting for you. Dalvin Cook. We waiting for you, my boy. If you don't know who Dalvin Cook is, he's a running back. For the Minnesota Vikings, f- former running back for the Minnesota Vikings. This guy is an unstoppable force in the backfield. And he's homegrown right here in South Florida. So, folks, if you want to come home, come home, bro. Can't wait to buy a number four jerseys. I can't wait to hear the announcement that you're part of the Miami Dolphins. Hey, man, that's it for me. My time is up. It's been an outstanding time. It's been an amazing time. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you guys enjoy all my episodes. If you haven't, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is I Rax underscore. My YouTube is YouTube.com forward slash Rax, And the Spotify is loving, living, keeping it moving. Make sure to download, make sure to subscribe, make sure to like, make sure to comment. Just make sure to show some love, man. I'm doing this for me, but most importantly, I'm doing this for y'all. I love y'all. I thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we loving, we living, we keeping it moving. Let's get it.